Hi guys, and welcome to the Let's Talk with Teresa Ann podcast. So you may be asking, why Let's Talk? Well, the very thing I got in trouble for in school is now what I get to do for real. When I was young, I misused the gift of gab and got in lots of trouble. And now I get to use it to point people back to Jesus as I love to deliver encouragement to my listeners in overcoming what we naturally see and live a life of heavenly perspective in Christ Jesus. It's what I call flipping the script in this life. It's all about living a generous life that shines the light of God no matter the darkness, inspiring you and I both to live a life worth talking about. So come on, grab your drink, have a seat, and let's talk with Teresa Ann. So on today's devotional that I've written is day 44, hurting for others. So have you ever hurt more for others than what was done to you? It's quite interesting how even those I hold dear to my heart are the same way. We have that mentality of, you can do that to me, but let me tell you, not even, don't you dare do that to them. These are the people I love being with as they are the ones that would lose their dignity for the dignity of someone else. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, right? However, yes, there is a however here. Here is where people like us can go wrong really fast. We end up living a life not being offended for ourselves, but for others. It's a life lived with second offenses. It's yet again another trap of the enemy. Another trap of distractions. This is something that we must be so intentional with God over as we tend to see all perspectives, but so often to a fault. This is something I struggle with often. It seems noble, but if not walked out in God's love, there's always an open area, an open door to walk in judgment. We end up doing the exact thing that we hated what was done to others. So how do we free ourselves from this trap? Well, I'm continuously realizing that caring for others is beautiful, but to what extent does their burden now become ours? Again, it seems noble, but it's actually dishonorable to them, to ourselves, and most of all, God. First of all, it's dishonorable to them because we're not bringing them to the one who can take their burdens away. Secondly, it's a burden to ourselves because we actually think we can do something about it. And most of all, it's really dishonoring God because we're saying we don't trust him. So some of you may be asking, but how can this be? Well, here's how. When we run with someone else's burdens and cares, we tend to hold on to them as though we have the power to do something with them. However, we don't have the power to to even do that for ourselves, let alone for someone else. 
So what makes us go there? It's not knowing God for who he really is. He wants our burdens. He's not afraid of them. He actually invites us to just let it all out. Again, as said days ago, God is not scared. So what does false responsibility have to do with any of this? It's where we take on the responsibility that was meant for God to take care of. In our efforts, we want so badly for the other person or people to be covered that we don't release their burdens and cares. Instead, we hold on to it as if to say God doesn't care for them. Well, we know that's not truth, but our belief is actually seen through our action or lack thereof. Again, some of you may be asking, but but how? Here it is. In our honoring efforts, we end up saying with our actions, this is something I must take care of. When all along, God was showing us that he allowed us to see it for his purpose so that we could turn to him on their behalf not run to ourselves in our own indignation. Because what does God's indignation look like? Well, it quite simply looks like this, that we pray for all of them. We pray for those that were hurt. We pray for the ones that hurt those that hurt them. And with God's indignation, we echo the violent declaration that was displayed at the cross of Calvary by Jesus himself. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. So here's some scripture to look at. 1 Peter 5, 7, Psalm 55, 22, Luke 6, 27 through 42, Isaiah 41, 13, and Luke 23, 34. So let's talk. What are some things that the Holy Spirit highlighted to you that you need to cast, fling, and release with violence to him? Do you trust that he has the last word not only over your life, but the life of those who have been hurt? Do the circumstances seem grim? Then look up to God as he wants to do the great and mighty things that we can never imagine doing on our own. Remember this, that the strategy of the enemy is to exhaust us, but don't fall for it. Go to the one who has given you the victory through praising God and glorifying him and calling the unseen into the scene. Even doing so over those that you have seen mistreat others. Declare this, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When we do this, we are so careful about not standing in the courtroom of the accuser. Instead, we get to stand in the courtroom of the one who advocates for us. 
I want to say thank you again for joining me on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, where I love to flip the script in this life. It's all about God's life-giving perspective. It's being able to overcome. It's recognizing the negative things of this world, yet getting to live a life that yet again overcomes evil with doing good. This is how we live a life worth talking about. I also want to thank you in advance for subscribing, sharing, liking, and commenting on my podcast and YouTube channel, as well as rating and reviewing Let's Talk with Teresa Ann via iTunes. Remember what this show is all about. Bold inspiration revealing God's goodness. And while you're at it, simply go to letstalkstudio.com.